Hello, and welcome back to the How to Do Stuff in the Wilderness podcast. I'm getting it down. Look at that. Thanks for tuning in once again, and to all our loyal fans who have been following us, you know, throughout this whole process, which uh, it's been, it's, this is week six, or actually week seven, because we missed a week, uh, but episode six here. And so we're back with another installment of everybody's favorite and the best, uh, might I add, wilderness podcast. To start off, why don't I introduce uh, the people that'll be here today with us. We have some familiar faces once again. This is my co-host, Calvin Hoffman. Hello, everybody. It's me, back again. And we welcome back Clyde. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me back once again. Yeah, and, and Clyde is a recurring guest that we have on here. You know, it's actually, it's really great uh, to see that you've been coming to all these, and I'm, I'm really glad that Dan has kind of extended the invitation that we had going for you. You know, in the, originally I didn't see you coming back for all these episodes, but it's been good to have you as a, you know, repeating guest here. Oh, did... Did Dan tell you that he did that? Uh, well, I just kind of assumed, I guess, since, you know, you, you just were here when we started recording these past few episodes, so I would assume that he was the one who told you what was going on? No. Uh, Dan Dan didn't hasn't given me any information regarding any of these episodes oh. so far. Neither have you two, but well, I, I'm just here as a guest, so... so but how did you get here? Because, I mean, after the third episode of the ones that are bad and that nobody should listen to we kind of had that momentary hiatus and then we you know recorded in this new studio and everything and we never you know i didn't invite you back so and i guess if dan didn't then wasn't I, me either I, yeah but i, don't know I guess we're going on we're I, glad to have him yeah he got an explanation for us or i mean i know this town pretty well and dan's lived here for a while so just kind of by association, I more or less found out where he lived. I like to go on walks at basically any time of day, and it just so happened that I was walking by his house and saw you two both arriving at the time. And I thought, oh, some some special quick reunion occurring already? All right, well, um, you're back anyway, and I guess it's good to have your voice here. Anyway, uh, we're, we have to start off this episode with another couple of apologies and, and things, which I didn't want to get into this, but Dan, our producer, said that we had to. First of all, uh, there was a bit of an incident in the last episode in which we were uh, talking about different equipment. That was actually Clyde's segment. You know, apparently he wasn't exactly prepared for that, and, you know, since no one was getting him that information. I guess he kind of dropped the ball on that one. Uh, but he talked about a certain type of knife, which is not uh, exactly, I guess, legal here in, in the U.S. So that was kind of a, a problem. Uh, thankfully, we, we canned the segment before he was able to finish talking about it. Uh, but don't, just don't take that advice. It, don't get that knife because it is, if you get it, you will probably be arrested. Again, none of us were associated with that. That was all on Clyde. So I'm just going to say shame on you, Clyde, uh, for not realizing that. But we'll, we'll uh, keep improving here. Also, uh, with, with the NASA sponsorship, we have some unfortunate news. Um, the sponsorship didn't go through. Uh, apparently, we, we did finally get kind of a response from them that 
you know, basically said, since, since they're a, a government agency, they couldn't, you know, donate money to us or, you know, help us, which is kind well, of ridiculous. But. It's kind of bullcrap and, and a lie because I've actually seen people uh, get sponsorships from like the the Navy. So, really? Yeah. So so we so NASA lied to us. Yeah, I think so. Based based on what you've said. And what I've kind of gathered from the situation now, so this t- kind of a total, total dirtbag to us, and they, they kind of lied to get us off their heels. All right, so. well, NASA is a liar. Don't trust anything. Don't buy any NASA products either. They're garbage, I assume. And this is just nasty of them to do this, because apparently this isn't true. So um, shame on NASA, too. And I don't know what else they've been lying about. Probably everything. Who knows? Anyway, uh, we didn't get that sponsorship, uh, but we're, we're going to keep trying, and hopefully one of these will come through. Uh, so last week, we had a bit of a Q&A online on our social media, which you should go follow at uh, howtodostuff underscore podcast on Instagram. There's all kinds of exclusive behind-the-scenes content, and it's all run by our uh, great producer, Dan, here. So, uh, but anyway, last week we had kind of a question and answer uh, story, I guess you call it, uh, and we had some responses, so we're going to be responding to that kind of week by week. So the question that we'll, we will be answering today, uh, what is your favorite aisle at Home Depot? So I can start it off. I know having been there a decent amount uh, that I really like the kind of the outdoors section where they have all the tents and stuff and they they have you know different survival things and sometimes it's cool to look at like the the bows and stuff that they have there uh, but especially the tents again uh, I mean I've never actually bought one there but they are pretty cool to look at and I mean I, I wouldn't need one because I know how to make a shelter if you've listened to this podcast you also know but it is kind of cool to see what other people are doing and and how other people are surviving out there so that would be my pick. Uh, Clyde, what about you? Well, I had to take a little bit of time to think about this. I mean, Home Depot just has so many good aisles. You got the firearms aisle, the knives and weaponry aisle, you have the rope aisle. Such a broad arrangement of different items that are so useful for one's life and for surviving in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. However, I think the one that takes the cake for me is going to have to be the aisle with the chainsaws. I mean... Chainsaws are just so versatile, so useful, so many different uses, and I I just simply cannot not choose that aisle as my favorite. Cool, yeah, you know, chainsaws are great for out in the wilderness. Just don't don't uh, get any illegal chainsaws out there, Clyde. <laughs> I'm sure they don't have any of those at Home Depot though. But what about you, Calvin? What's your favorite aisle at Home Depot? You're kind of the expert on that since you work there. Yeah, so I guess uh, kind of a announcement. Um, probably none of the aisles are my favorite anymore because uh, I don't work there. Um, oh, what? Yeah, we had a bit of an incident. I was, uh, as my manager said, uh, not welcome to come back to work. Well, what happened? <clears throat> Through no fault of my own, there was. Uh, I was working in what used to be my favorite aisle, which is the lumber aisle. I was stocking, uh, you know, the lumber and uh, this kind of idiot, you know, shopper or whatever was trying to get a, a big sheet of walnut and ended up through a pretty quick series of events uh, totally shattering his enti- his whole femur. And for some reason, my manager kind of blamed the whole situation on me. Even Why? Though I, 
uh, he said that it was poor stocking or like danger to the to and the customer. So you're the one who stocked it then? Uh, yeah, but I did it totally right. You know, my manager showed me how, but it well, was not. Doesn't the way sound that... like you were 100 percent sure. I mean, they fell on the person. He so. was doing it wrong. Um, I would have shown him, but he, you know, I was walking. Well, people shouldn't just walk into Home Depot and have wood falling. On he was. Them. That it seems was, like a bit of an oversight. On it your wasn't. Part. It, it was not my fault at all. He was mishandling the walnut. It's a. It's a very dense, heavy wood. And you have to take precautions, which he just kind of blatantly ignored. Um, in my opinion, he kind of accepted the risk once he walked in the door, even though there wasn't technically a risk because it should have should have been his thing. But long story short, um, may, kind of may a, I ask where were you when this occurred? I feel like I was, if your if your favorite is the lumber aisle, you'd be around there and you would have been able to see this customer doing this dangerous activity. I was, I, I, I saw him doing it. I was walking kind of towards him to kind of tell him the, that he was doing it wrong. And it just kind of um, happened right in front of my eyes. So then, of course, because me being right there, you know, um, at the scene of the crime, per se, that was also another kind of uh, piece of the pie, if you will, for mm-hmm. my not being welcome in any Home Depot uh, chain anymore. Wow, any so, Home Depot? So you can't um, even shop there anymore? Uh, no, te- technically not, but that's, it's fine. Cause they're kind of a crap, uh, place anyway. All right. Well, don't um, say that. Don't say that. We might want to reach out to them for a sponsorship or something. Yeah, so well, sorry. It's just a bit of a fresh wound for, for me. And I guess for the other guy as well. Yeah. Well, but, Home Depot is still good. And, and now that Calvin is no longer working there, we won't, you shouldn't have any problems with wood falling on you. Well, you shouldn't have if you're anyway, it's fine. Uh, well, not, I guess we have a couple of but... uh, kind of criminals here uh, on the team, which is disappointing. Well, there weren't any charges. You can, you dropped... can listen to me because I am, you know, a good, upstanding citizen here. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry to hear about that, and, and sorry for the person who got injured. And our our thoughts and prayers are with him always. Anyway, uh, we're gonna get into the discussion of the day, which is about first aid. Which would have actually come in handy for you, Calvin, if you would have known how to do that. Maybe you could have prevented that person from, you know, injuring themselves. Well, first aid is for after something happens, but which I did, I did try my best, but well, um, but you didn't succeed. So well, let's uh, get right into it anyway. I guess. Right, well, you, so you should you should be listening that. to this episode, really. So I don't know how much you can contribute, but let's let's talk about first aid. You can just buy a lot of first aid kits out there that have band-aids and, and everything. If you don't have access to band-aids, another good kind of substitute, I think probably just leaves would be kind of a good consistency, similar texture and everything that you could apply. Um, and, you know, you don't have an adhesive in the wilderness, so to speak, so... Uh, I don't know, probably like some sort of mud or something, I think. Or a tree which, sap could be used as an adhesive. Yeah, that that too. I don't know if there's any other, Clyde, do you know of, any, of anything? Well, I mean, for things that you can just kind of find in wilderness to help with first aid, there's a plentiful amount of things, but uh, if we're looking specifically at kind of covering a wound, mm-hmm. other than what you've gone over, there isn't way too much. I mean, if you're out in the wilderness, hopefully you have clothes clothes yeah. are always a good thing that if you are really in desperate need of a 
getting something on a wound, just cut off a bit of uh, one of your clothing items and slap it right onto that wound. Uh, that blood should coagulate pretty quickly with that extra clothing on it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and uh, while we're talking about clothing, uh, we, we probably should get into our ad break here, uh, which is, ironically enough, it's from a clothing kind of store. So that's cool. We're, again, branching out into new territory because the last couple have fallen through for us. You know, we kind of went down in scale from Apple to NASA. Now we're, you know, kind of going the next step down to see maybe this will be a more realistic goal for us. Uh, but the potential sponsor of the week, again, if you've been listening, these are companies that haven't, you know, given us money yet, but that we're doing kind of these free ads for to encourage them to give us the money in the future. Uh, but this one is for Barb's Bridal, which we all know, or well, mo- a lot of people don't know, but they are a local business here where we are. And you should support them and give them your business. And Barb's Bridal is a family-owned and operated business since 1978, which is almost, uh, well, it's a lot of years. Um, They offer a wide variety of formal outfits for any occasion, including weddings, proms, funerals, anniversaries, uh, birthdays, business outings, concerts, baby showers, bridal showers... Uh, bachelor batch or bachelor slash bachelor at parties, corporate gatherings, formal dances, dinner parties, uh, baptisms, and much much more. They are located in the downtown of the town we are currently in, which I won't name on this show for security reasons. But you can go to their website at www period or www www dot Barb's bridal, uh, Barb's bridal's special. Oh, I'm sorry. Barb's. It's all one word. How am I supposed to read that? I think it's Barb's bridal special occasions. Barb's bridal's pet. Oh, Barb's, Barb's bridal special occasions. Dot net. Uh, with dresses, tuxes, and everything in between, you'll find everything you need for your special occasion, except the cake. And you can't beat the prices. So stop in today and check out our, or I'm sorry, their selection. They're located right behind the Auto Value, just off Main Street, at uh, seven thousand or seven seventy eight seven seven eight one seven hundred eighty one thousand twenty four or no seven I don't know what it, oh it's seven eight one two four seven eight one two four Westmore Land Avenue. Uh, so that's Barb's bridal. You know, it's great because you you don't even have to be a, a bride or even to be getting married to just go there and buy some nice clothes. They have a you know nice wide selection for any occasion. Uh, so it's you know it's nice to have that right around here. Uh, so Barb's bridal, please check it out. And Barb's bridal, please hope you're listening. Uh, I know we sent you a letter in the mail, so you know hopefully you are listening and hopefully you're getting the sponsorship and you know getting that ready for us so that we can use that money for great things here. Yeah. So wow, that was another great 
sponsorship. Potential sponsorship. Potential sponsorship. That's right. And, you know, while, uh, while we're on the subject of clothes, I think uh, yes. Kelvin has brought in a bit of kind of a clothes-related segment Yes, so a new segment for the week, throwing back to some past kind of wilderness uh, knowledge yeah. base that we're kind of going to be building on. The history this... of, of the How to Do Stuff in the Wilderness podcast, which go back and listen if you haven't already. Well, don't listen to the first three episodes because they're awful. They're garbage. Yep. We keep trying to get those off, but they can't be removed. Yep. So anyway, a lot of you might recognize the uh, kind of pillars of success. So yes, that's the new... Uh, segment we're going to be expanding upon the pillars of success kind of adding them to what i like to call the uh parthenon of survival so cool really really hold up that uh, hopefully they're well supported so that the doesn't fall down on us and break our femurs right thanks for that uh so just as a recap just going to be kind of moving on um sorry it's just uh okay so, yeah, uh, going to be looking back at the pillars of success, uh, going to kind of recap what we have. So uh, navigation was one that we added last week, so that's really important. Uh, the other three that we added in the uh, one of the first episodes are uh, water, fire and or heat, and shelter. So in this episode, or in this uh, kind of segment, we're going to be adding on the pillar of clothing, which is extremely important uh you don't want to be caught in the wilderness without your clothes exactly so and it kind of depends what you're going to be wearing uh what your clothing items are depending on the conditions so clothes are basically uh you know like a shelter for your body mm. so kind of a portable that's an interesting viewpoint yeah so it's sort of like a turtle um is basic so you can kind of equate clothing to turtles mm -hmm. and you can pretty much the great thing about clothes is you can pretty much make the clothing out of anything in the wilderness mm. so depending on where you're at i guess if you're in the desert you're kind of screwed because you know cactuses are well, pretty prickly so you don't want to make a clothes out of those kill a camel and well i guess you could but um yeah so clothes are great and you can pretty much find them anywhere so and there's a pillar of success for you so be prepared, get clothes, or make your own in the wilderness. Absolutely. I think that's it for us today. Uh, it's been a great episode. Great to be back and in your ears, giving you some wilderness knowledge. Thanks for tuning in, and we will be back with plenty more next week. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Bye, Thank everyone. You.